brought to you by the Induction Day Network. I remember hearing this in primary school. Somebody, people said it often. They said, you're not supposed to enjoy your job. What? Bro, I'm hearing that in primary school. And I feel what, hap- what has happened there is this girl, she's internalised her parents, her parents' values. Like in school, like, yo, the stuff I, I was such, I was actually horrible. Like, people let me realise. That's not, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. That's how I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Legit, bro. And look at us now doing podcasts together. Mad. Oh, are we off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're off. We're off, ladies and gentlemen. So here we are, episode one. Brilliant. Season one. How are you feeling? Buzzing, bro. I'm hot. Sweating tits, bro. <laughs> How does it feel to be in hot seat? Answering the question of who are nice. we? Nice. <laughs> buzzing, bro. Um, buzzing. Just sick, bro. It's just, uh, it's sick, isn't it? Like, this is like the very first episode, like, of something which um, is just going to become such a big part of our lives. I mean, it already is, isn't it? You know yeah. I mean, it already is. Start a new beginning. Yeah, it's like a new beginning. Um, and it's been a long time coming. I remember when you, it was your idea, Induction Day, you came up with, came up with the idea and the name. And uh, it's at camp, isn't it? March 29th. And uh, yeah, you, I remember you said, what we spoke, spoke about the other day, you said, it's going to be so cool because this little spot is where we're going to say in a few years, this is where it all began, uh, with this thing we're going to create. And that was before you even mentioned Induction Day to me, like this podcast. So um yeah, it's been a long time coming, a lot of preparation. It's so cool that we're actually finally here. It's pretty mad, bro, to be fair. Like, it always started with an idea. Like, anything and everything starts with an idea. And here we are with, like, mics in front of us and, like, books and cameras and stuff. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what I mean? It's just mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. It's proper sick how you can bring things into fruition. Um, so, yeah, I'm buzzing, bro. Like, we're actually finally here and I'm excited. It's good. Yeah, and it, like we've just been chatting about as well before we came on live. Just surrendering to what this is going to allow us to do, what's going to allow us to explore ourselves, but also to give to other people. Because the idea was kind of spontaneous, and we both just surrendered to it and thought, "Why not? Let's explore human potential." Because I think I think where it stemmed from is because our relationship. Obviously, we met in school, and our relationship has kind of been built upon adventures and traveling and interesting conversations yeah. exploring you know some of the deeper things in life which brings us on to our first question who are we <laughs> nice <laughs> so yeah let's kick it off who are we Raf? Uh, what does that question what does that question mean to you and who do you think we are well it's just I don't know, I was thinking about this like a couple of days ago. I was like, I feel like I was overthinking it. Then I thought I'm just going to take it from like top of, my, top of my head and just see where I go with it because I trust myself. Um, but who are we? Like the human, like, I feel like we are a little part of, I feel like we're part, whatever God is, like God, I don't believe God is a white man in the sky. <laughs> I used to think that was. I used to think that's what God was when I was in primary school. And why do you think that? Because why did you get that image? Um, that's interesting. That um, I don't know. Uh, I was taught a wrong, wrong, I was straight away told to be Catholic because I went to a Catholic primary school. 
before I could think for myself. I was told to do all the stuff I do. <laughs> um, and uh, just, I don't know, I guess maybe I thought all my teachers were, I don't know, all my teachers were white, all my friends were white. I never thought God would be a woman. I never thought God would be black or Asian. And I don't know why I just thought God would be a man. Yeah, and do you think that's, because I know you've, like you just said, you went to a Roman Catholic primary school, which is a branch of Christianity. Do you think that that's because Christianity kind of gives that image? Or do you think that it's just something that people expect and not Christianity actually fuels that image? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because when you look at the Pope, have it, have it, like, the Pope is always a white man. <laughs> uh, so, and he's like, what, like, the face of, of Christianity, apparently, even though I, somehow Jesus was apparently white with like long hair and blue eyes. Again, like you took these um, these pictures we've seen like my first Bible and stuff, always, always like white men. So I just thought, I guess it's just I thought, yo, if all these, all these religious characters, all these people I look up to, for example, Jesus and all these wonderful people, if they're white men, then God must be white. Well, God must be a white man. Yeah. Why would I think anything else right. when I'm that age? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just a way, I don't know. Um, that's the thing. I mean, religion is a big part of of, of who we are. Uh, so just stop you there a sec. Who we are in terms of on like a global scale? I feel or who we are as in like individuals? In fact, definitely individuals because obviously not everybody's religious. Um, at least for who I am, it's it's hard for me. Well, I'm not. You could say I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian. I'm probably like a maybe a really bad Christian. What I mean by that is, of course, I don't believe some of the stuff that what like you said in the Bible because like in the Old Testament, so I'm not going to say any of this stuff. But some bad stuff in it. Um, but uh, religion is still part of who I am, even though I was. You could say like I was taught to be. A Christian from a primary school, it still has. I appreciate religion so much. By the way, I love it so much, and it's still a big part of my life personally. With who I am personally, a massive part of my life. Um, you could, like you say, you could say, "What? Who is God? What is God? Yeah. Um, whatever God is, I feel. I forgot what I'm gonna say. Uh, but what whatever God is, I feel like um, it is a part of us because I mean, going back to Christianity. We, talk, we all talk about children. Uh, we are children of God. Right. And we're all made in God's image. So that's what I believe hu- human beings are. I feel we are all, coming from a Christian standpoint, we are all children children of God. Um, I said before, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm not a good Christian because like, there's parts of Christianity I do believe in. Yeah. And, and you say, oh, you can't be a good Christian if you pick and choose what you believe from the Bible. And true i'm not a born again christian and that's why i say i can like I, I literally pick and choose what i believe from the bible and that is like a born again a born again christian would believe everything what it says in the bible that's just not me personally personally that doesn't work for me personally because there's some things i agree with there's some things i don't i agree with the ten commandments of course obviously it's just like you have a conscience which tells you that and it don't steal don't cheat on your wife cheat on your husband Jeremy you know I mean? it's just common sense in my opinion um but I appreciate religion a lot and Christianity is is the 
religion which was brought to me because um it's helped it's helped me have a relationship a really good relationship with god or with source or whatever you want to call it which benefits me massively we're talking about before and it benefits me massively in my life just believing in this uh creator or this source energy or whatever you want to call it so do you believe that so to have a connection to let's just call it a higher power or source or the universe that's what you know people term in this new age era do you believe that to form a connection with this source it's important to follow religion is that what you're saying that religion is kind of a a tool for you to connect to your source for me it was it's not essential you don't have to be really in my opinion you definitely don't have to be definitely don't have to follow a religion to have a um to have a strong connection with source or with god like it's definitely not it's a tool which can be used if you choose to use it like myself and i guess i didn't really choose to when i was in, when i was four year old when i got told to be a christian but um it's definitely a tool which can help you like me and so many people have an amazing relationship with the universe of god because um you're talking before praying like whether it's whether you do whether you cross your hands and say in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen, or whether you don't, whether you just literally speak to the universe, like it's still a form of praying, in my opinion. That is a, um, I feel, um, yeah, personally, I'm very, very grateful that I was introduced to Christianity. Um, of course, you got. I've, I mean, for me, I have to, I have to question some things. I remember speaking to my friend recently about it, talking to my friend Callum. And I remember a, bit, uh, a very clear image of a RE class, and we were watching this like cartoon. Do you know the one story of um, story of Moses and like oh like uh, yeah yeah all that stuff, all the locusts and all that. I was watching that, and I was in year one, I was six year old, right? And we were all sat down watching it, and bro, uh, <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't think at the time. I was six year old, I couldn't think what I couldn't comprehend what was what was going on. Anyway, so it's basically where. Apparently, you had to paint, back in the day in Egypt, you had to paint your doors with a cross on the door with um, lamb's blood, else your newborn baby would be killed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking, what? <laughs> like, now I can reflect to that. Now I can, so now I can think back on that. I'm thinking, what? That's crackers. <laughs> That's crackers. <laughs> but when I was six, I didn't think nothing of it. Like, I knew, like, there's something, but I was... I can't put my finger on it. Do you know what I mean? But it's right in front of me. But, but for me, that is mental. That is mental for me personally. Poor lambs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Little baby sheep, what have they done? So just going back to who are we, do you think that a part of who we are is not in our control? Because you then talking about how you're six years old, you're getting shown all this information and it's kind of formed this let's form the part of who you are, you know, your beliefs and your ideals and your kind of Definitely perspective yes. of mm-hmm. life. Do you think that our, what makes us who we are is somewhat out of our control? Well, I believe, I believe I am in control of like my beliefs. I can choose whether I can right now say, yo, I, I just don't believe in, in God anymore. I don't believe in a creator. I don't believe Jesus Christ even existed. I can say all of that and tr- try and force myself to believe that 
but again, that isn't in line with who I am because yeah, I agree that when I was six year old, it was almost like it was out of my control. I had to be a Christian because I was born in Britain. I was sent out of my, I, I didn't have a choice. I, I was sent to a Roman Catholic primary school. If I was, if I was sent to um, a Muslim primary school, I'd probably be probably be Muslim. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever religion, whatever religion. Yeah. Or if I was born in any other country, any other community, I'd probably follow that religion now. If I if I was religious. So yeah, to answer your question, I believe a part of you, a part of who we are individually, is out of our control from um, from a certain age. Um, from a certain age, I believe we can when we actually can think for ourselves, we can decide, right, this isn't a part of who I am. Another another example is going back to primary school. I remember, again, vivid image. I remember seeing, learning about the, what's it called? The uh, balanced diet chart thingy. <laughs> yeah. And it had that, obviously, you had your fruits and veg in one. It had like your bread and potatoes and like vegetables and stuff. And it had your meat and it had your dairy. And I just, like, I, come, I just accepted it because that's how I got told. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so therefore all the way until I was 18 when I decided to be vegetarian then vegan a part of who I was was I used to scrand fish and chicken on a regular bro I used to every single day I used to eat a lot of meat I used to eat a lot of dairy loads of pizza bro yeah and that was a part of who I am like and now because I became 18 I started questioning it for myself and I thought well like this isn't cool uh, at least it isn't cool for me um I ain't gonna partake in it anymore because it doesn't vibe with me no more yeah. End of the day, you're going to do what makes you happy. And do you know what I mean? It's that sweet. Everyone's different. Um, but for me, it wasn't cool. So I thought, right, I'm going to adopt a vegan lifestyle. And now being vegan, a vegan, adopting a vegan lifestyle is a massive part of who I am. It's a massive part of my life, whether it's to do with animal ethics or the environment or personal health. Um, so yeah, it's almost like here we are indoctrinated as a child and we can't think for ourselves. And because we we've been indoctrinated, whether it be diet choices or religion or literally anything then uh it forms a part of who you are yeah and it takes a while and it's out of your control because you can't think and it takes a while for you to start questioning it like loads of obviously most of my friends they aren't religious the majority aren't religious and um because they started thinking for themselves instead of uh, just accepting what they've been taught what they've been told so yeah, before we move on to other topics about who are we and what makes us who we are, do you think that religion does more good or more bad in this world and why? That's a mad question. Uh, religion does so much good because like I said, I've bene- benefited from it. Then again, yeah, a lot of Sorry, let you continue. It's just that I, I really like your perspective on religion because I think you, like you said before, you take you take the morals from it, you take the lessons from it, yeah. but you don't see it as the all-encompassing. That is all of life and that's yeah. all that I think for life myself. can be. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're very open-minded to other, other ways yeah. of teaching. Definitely, bro. I, I can't be like... I just gotta think for myself, bro. Like, obviously, like I, I love some of the stuff that the stories in the Bible. Like, so, so whether they're real or not, like, I'm not gonna be that bothered to be honest. It doesn't really matter to me because 
it teaches good morals and all these like beautiful metaphors. It's wonderful. Um, but yeah, like there's a, like for example, Christianity, like of course I'm going to believe like it, it's wrong to steal. I can't, and at the same time, I'm not going to take it all in and not think for myself and let just, just go by the Bible else. Bro, I, if you want to be like, if you want to be homosexual, be homosexual. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I can't yeah. just say, oh, because I'm because I'm Christian, I'm against that. I, it doesn't make to me. It doesn't doesn't make any sense at all. Love is love, innit? it? Doesn't make any sense at all. But that's why I choose. That's why I pick and choose what I want from Christianity. And that's why people will say, oh, he's a bad Christian. Cool, I'm yeah. cool with that. Um, because I don't believe it all. Because it just doesn't make any sense to me at all some of the some of the stuff i don't believe it's like i don't believe if the story with the lamb's blood's real i think that's absolutely crackers and and i don't believe all that like sacrificing animals like that it's come off it um but um to answer your question do i believe religion uh like is it like good is, is it bad uh it does a lot of good because like i said i benefit from religion a lot because it's helped me to be to get a close uh close connection to god to the universe source um if I never, if I went to a non-religious school, would I still be? Would I still have the connection I have to God now? Uh, possibly, possibly not. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I believe I would have got to the same point right now, uh, regardless. So yeah, I believe I would have. Um, it does. So it does. It does do a lot of good. And I'm so grateful for it. I look. I see what people. I see what religion can do for people. Like it. It gives people a lot of comfort. I don't know if you believe in heaven or hell or whatever, but like the idea. I'm not gonna get into that. But like the idea of of um of heaven, it's it's really nice. It gives you comfort. Do you know what I mean? And um, it 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 has a lot of good, and it teaches you good values, and it's it it's really nice. Uh, but although a lot of wars obviously come from religion, going back going back in the day, like uh, how how many wars there were back in the day, like <laughs> a lot of it's from religion. I think it's pretty mad. If religion didn't exist, would there be as many wars? um like for history i believe not personally um so it is it has pros and cons obviously um i'm it's a good idea it uh but obviously it can be a way of controlling and manipulating people um so i'm gonna have to say 50 50 bro like i literally can't tell you uh, i couldn't i could not tell you yeah well because obviously there's a lot of different areas of what makes us who we are and yeah before we move on to something else in religion, because we've been talking about religion for quite a while, am I right in saying that you think religion is, or let's just say religions are tools to make people good, that they can take lessons from, but not to the extent where they are forcing that as the whole spectrum of life. This is what life is. Take it or leave it. Yeah, Definitely definitely take what you want from it is my belief and is is my advice don't be like doing some of the mad stuff they do back in the day in the old commandment don't be doing any of that it might well like a lot of mad stuff um some pretty like in my opinion crazy beliefs um so yeah i feel yeah pick and choose whatever resonate but think for yourself at least that's what that's what worked for me personally but yeah and by doing that, that is formed a big part of who I am. Because I'm, I'm like a little bit Christian and I'm a little bit 
quote unquote spiritual or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess all spiritual, but um, like I'm a bit of both, and that's just what works for me. But religion is a big part of. It's just like it's a big part of who we are as humans because there's so many people actively involved in religion. Right. So yeah. Yeah. One quick question before we move on to something else. Do you believe that? I mean, kind of looking at the macro scale now, not in the next like hundred years and probably in the next thousand years. Do you believe that religion will ever like cease to exist on this planet? Or not, let's rephrase that, not cease to exist, but people will realize that it's all the same thing and realize that it's kind of just talking about lessons in life. In it is, isn't it? It's just like a life. Do you believe that life happens that all religions will somewhat merge? If, I mean, bloody hell, if it make it past the 30 years, if like, if the ice caps ain't melted and the world, whole world's not flooded, then if we may, if we survive that, if we actually survive that long, I'm talking like the next thousand years. If religion was popping 2000 years ago, when Jesus was chilling, would it still, do I believe it still exists in say another 2000 years? I believe, I believe it will. I believe it will still exist. To be fair, I do believe, I do believe that a lot of people would, are you talking like a, like a one world religion where like all the religions are combined because it's just any, any day they're all pretty much the same. You're teaching lessons. Like, are you asking me like, would that, do we believe that would be an occurrence? Not necessarily one world religion, but where different religions realize the truth or well, uh, this is just from my perspective, the truth of religion is just the teacher of the stories of the same thing. Exactly. And they accept that and they see that in other religions and they allow others to follow their story, let's just call it. Yeah. While following their story because they realize actually it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, if that happens, I'd absolutely love that. I'm going to be optimistic and I'm going to say, yeah, I believe that that will happen within the next 2000 years. I really hope it does. Yeah. Like God is Allah. Allah is God. Different, different names, man. Um, but yeah, why not in it? I believe that, I believe that will be the case. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Sweetness. Cool. So, religion done. Let's go to an individual level because Eric talks about kind of like the bigger picture. Yeah. What makes us who we are on an individual level? Um, see, I want to talk about self-identity for a second because I feel like a lot of people don't actually de- decide what their self-identity is. What I mean by that is I feel like people ask others for help to define who they are. And I've seen a very awesome uh, piece of writing the other day, actually. Perfect timing. They uh, So I was on somebody's Instagram story. They uh, screenshot of this quote by Vex King. Check him out. He's cool. And um, he says, as soon as you're born, you're given a name. Many of us are told what religion we're going to follow. What we are talking about before? You're labelled light or dark, depending on your skin tone. Your sexuality is assumed based on your gender. Your identity is set and your future is almost decided for you. Now that these interactions have formed your ego, many of you will spend your whole life trying to fit the mould and defend these beliefs that you've inherited. All of this without realising that your life has decided for you, not by you. As you grow up, you may begin to question who you really are and the truth can be uncomfortable. 
You may start to realize that the life you're living is not a true reflection of who you are deep down, beyond the conscious level. Jobs, relationships, routines, etc. all become draining. They feel wrong because they don't represent the real you. Maybe you don't know who that person is, but you know enough to know it isn't the role you're playing right now. And what I can think of, which is um, in, uh, relatable to that is when people, because I know like people who choose, let's say choose a degree, um, you hear it time and time again, people choose like a college courses or a degree because they, their parents want them to do something. Let's, and because of, they let society like, the parents, people close to them, and society like de- decide what we do almost because, yeah, it's let's say somebody wants to be a singer and they're told straight away it's, it's so hard to be a singer to actually make a living or make a killing from being a singer, or we're told we can't do it, we're told we can't do it. Right. Um, do you know what, something quickly before I go on? I remember hearing this in primary school, somebody people said it often, they said, You're not supposed to enjoy your job. What? Bro, I'm hearing that in primary school. And straight... And I've never heard that. I heard that multiple times in my primary school, bro. That's not a good thing to hear when you're that young. You're not supposed to enjoy your job, bro. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's say if somebody wants to be a singer, and but let's say her parents are lawyers. Mm. Lawyers, right? So her, um, she, it's part of her true authentic self to be a singer. It's part of who she, are, who she is. She, it is her job. I mean, like she sings all the time. She loves it. She wants to become better at it she just loves it it's like one of her greatest passions if not her greatest passion to sing her dream job is to be a singer because it's to be doing this one thing she loves doing the most for her job you're winning at life you're buzzing aren't you but her parents are lawyers and so they say to her realistically it's going to be hard to be a singer or you're not going to be a singer because like it's so hard to do it someone's got to do it someone's got to be a singer do you know what I mean but like they don't see that um, be a lawyer, go to university, get um, get a safe degree, or get do a law degree, get a well respected degree. And it is obviously law is a very well respected degree, and respect to people who do like all these academical courses because you gotta be clever and have dedication to do these. So fair play. Um, but if this girl wants to be a lawyer, buzzing, do you know what I mean it's part of who she wants to be. Go and go and pursue that. Go and do it. Be a lawyer. Be a solicitor. Be a barrister. Do be whatever you want. Do you know what I mean. Uh, be what you really want to be but um, she wants to be a singer but because her parents are saying you where we went to law school be a lawyer whatever she starts doing herself it's, it's not really real, realistic is it quote unquote realistic um, I think she'll listen so she she listened to her parents and she she listened to her parents and she does a law degree goes to university gets a law degree goes to law school she becomes a barrister and she's living her whole life and as a lawyer as a barrister whatever um, she's getting mint money. She's got family, kids. She's all that amazing stuff. But like, it isn't really in aligned with what she wants to do because in a alternate reality, she, she could be, charming singing for a living. And I feel what hap- what has happened there is this girl. She's internalized her parents her parents' values. Her parents. It's part of her parents' values. Yeah, part of the core of who they are is to. Is, is law like they are lawyers they want to be lawyers they're doing it do you know what I mean and that's their life that's Sharon and Darren's life do you know what I mean <laughs> that's Sharon and Darren's life let's say and that's sweet that's amazing they're smashing it I'm so happy for these 
for these people who I just made up in my head. But uh, for th- for this girl, like it isn't it ain't her. It isn't her. It's her parents. It isn't her, and she's doing this thing which isn't in aligned with with who she is, with her true authentic self. And I mean, like if if you do if you listen to somebody else's values and. It's like you're pushing your own values aside. She wants to be a singer, part of who she is. She's pushing that aside. I should be replacing her own values with somebody else's. Right. That's crackers. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's is, crackers. Yeah. You're, it's like, I mean, your values, in my opinion, are, are part of your self-identity, right? So it's like she's removed a small part of who she is and replaced with a, part, a small part of who somebody else is. Yes, it's her parents, the closest, the closest people to her in her life, but it's not you. Yeah. And that's that's isn't a li- that isn't in alignment with her, who she is, her true authentic self, right? And I feel that can lead to that she's she, she's a lawyer and she has like good days, bad days, whatever. But she don't really want to do it, so that can can lead to a feeling of that unfulfillment, in my opinion. Um, I feel like if I was to to I mean, I, I used to what I've had, I used to work in KFC. I'm not going to go into that. It's awful. <laughs> He's a working KFC. If I was a working KFC all my life, bro, I'm going to feel unfulfilled because I don't want to be working in KFC. No offense. If you want to do that, you're buzzing, you're fulfilled. But I, I personally didn't want to do that. And if if you have this feeling of unfulfillment, it's going to feel hard to create meaningful goals. And I feel goals, meaningful goals are so important to create in your life because like, you've always got something you chase. It's getting you, if you create these meaningful goals, then which are in alignment with who you are and who, what you want to do, then that's straight ahead of you. And if something's straight ahead of you, what you're trying to reach these goals, that means you have to go forward to get them. And if you're going forward, you're going in the right direction. You ain't going backward. Right. You ain't going side, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's crazy. And that's all because of... All that she's lived her whole life, not really like think, oh, regretting, or oh, what if I did go to like singing school or whatever. All because she didn't decide who she was, who she is. And we have the ability as human beings to decide who we are right. as people, as individuals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to stop you there because this is real. This is like, yeah, man. So many people yeah. fall into this, and especially our age as well. Yeah, exactly. And and younger, like you said before. Yeah. You know, as soon as we we enter into school, we are being fed values and beliefs straight away. What life should be like for us. Yeah, yeah. God's so university. for people listening now, if if they're in a similar situation, they feel like they're stuck because that's the thing. People feel like there is no other option. Yeah. Because they they know that this is their passion, but they feel stuck. Because they're expected to do other things. Yeah, exactly. By the so, parents, by society. What would your advice be to, let's say, let's go back to Sharon and Darren <laughs> and their daughter who wants to be a singer. I love them. What would be your advice for the girl who wants to be a singer while, you know, keeping the relationship not nice and respectful between her and her parents, but also to go out and do what she really wants to do what what would your advice be well i think i heard something ages ago ages ago right and i thought that's true let's say you do what your parents want you to do and now you're a lawyer your parents are 30 years older than you let's say she's 20 shown and down they're 50 right 
when you're still working before you retire, you're still working. Let's say you're working at um, 60-year-old, let's say, retire in a couple of years if you haven't retired early. You're working at 60. Your parents, I mean, having 90, let's say let's say that your parents don't make it to 90 years old. Your parents, have we've left, we've gone to the next life, right? You're still a lawyer. Like, you're still living this life because of your parents. We're not even here anymore. Like, we're on to our next life, do you know what I mean? And like, I don't want it to sound like depressing or anything, but I feel like I thought, wow, that's actually so true because like, you've still got to live this life and you're doing it for somebody else who aren't even in this life anymore. So I thought it's really interesting. And what would my what would my advice be to this to this girl is for a start, understand that your parents don't always know best. They think they do, but they don't. And when you're a little kid, you think your parents know know best. So you get older and you realise that, yo, your parents are probably just little kids themselves. Do you know what I mean? Parenting seems pretty mad. To be fair, I'm not like I feel like parenting is like a, an ongoing lesson which you can never like master. Yeah, that's my belief. I'm just I feel I maybe I'll, I have I'm not a parent obviously, so maybe I'll I'll think differently. But I am a parent. But I feel like your parents always want best for you, but we don't know always know best. And they believe truly that in this world they've had more life experience than you have. In this world, it's just unrealistic to become a singer or a youtuber or an actress but realistic do you know what i mean like will smith says like a few hundred years ago is unrealistic for um if somebody said you'll click press this button on the wall the whole room will light up that was unrealistic and that's well yeah light bulbs everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it's unrealistic for if um to sit in a little piece of metal or a big piece of metal and it'll fly you across the world bro do you know what i mean that was unrealistic before the Wright brothers came knocking about, do you know what I mean? So um, they believe this thing is unrealistic to do this because yeah, they've had they've had more life experience, but that, I, I believe that's just of their perception. It's like I said before, somebody's got to be a singer, somebody's got to be a YouTuber. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's someone's got to do it. It might as well be you. So I feel like understand that first would be my uh, that's my opinion, and. Um, speak to your parents and say yo like listen i'ma do me you do you i'm joking <laughs> you can do that if you want you do you i'ma do me um but nah i re like explain that yo i'm my own person i ain't i have my own values and i define myself fair enough you've you've accomplished your dream job of being a lawyer amazing i'm so glad well, my dream job ain't to be a lawyer. And yes, maybe it's um it's maybe it's a little bit safer because I know I'm pretty much guaranteed a job after university. Because I'm gonna go to university, I'm gonna get this law degree, and I'm gonna get a first, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do amazing because I have the the potential to do that. But I don't wanna do that because I'm don't want to be a lawyer. So I just um gotta just I guess say yo what your dream is and I'm going to go and pursue it. This is my life. And I don't know how long I'm going to be here for. Like I might not even be here tomorrow. So I'm going to do what I want to do today. I'm going to try and do what it is, which I've always wanted to do when I've come into this world. 
it was just whatever for whatever reason it was put into my head that I wanted to be a singer, so I'm gonna try and do it. And yeah, it's gonna be pro- it's bro, being something like a singer, like it's gonna be hard. Be obviously like and I'm not guaranteed a job after it. Let's say I go to like singing school, I don't know if that's a thing, but you know what I mean? Um I'm not guaranteed a job after that. Or you obviously don't need to do that, you can be a singer yourself, like record music. But um and it might be scary or whatever, but I feel like at the end of the day, like this is like you got like this this life you're gonna you've got this one life is is you right now. Might as well do do what you want with it instead of like regretting what you never did. Like I said before, we might not be here tomorrow, so do what you want to do today, innit? Obviously, don't be irrational and like just. Like, for example, I wouldn't go and spend all my money today because I believe oh, I might not be here tomorrow. I'm going to spend all my money today, obviously. I've still got to like, be clever and use your brain, but you got one life, do you know what I mean? Yeah, two words coming to me right now, which I think is what you're saying, is honesty. You've got to be honest with who you are yeah. and live that because a lot of people aren't honest to themselves. They aren't honest to themselves and because they're not honest to themselves, they're not honest to others. So, for example if the singer goes on to become a lawyer and never has that conversation with her parents, do you believe it lies in honesty that she's not being honest to who she is? Definitely. She's not being truthful. Definitely. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, you've got to be honest to yourself and you've got to be true to yourself. And if you just, if you try and kidding yourself, like, yo, I want to be a singer, but I'm going to try and keep telling myself I want to be a lawyer. You're just kidding yourself. And you're kidding your parents who actually think you want to be a lawyer. Kidding yourself because you obviously don't want to be a lawyer. Um, unless you do, obviously, that's an, it's an amazing job. Uh, but you just got to be honest to yourself. Define who you are. Don't look to other people to, to define who you are. Um, only in, Don't be internalizing other people's values. And yeah, like you said, be honest to your parents and say, yo, do you know what I mean? Shannon and I might even understand it. They might get they probably it. Probably will. To be fair, they probably will. They'll be like, do you know what? Fair play. I'm glad, like, I I actually thought, I actually thought you wanted to be a lawyer. I actually thought, like, you was interested in it. And if that just ain't you, then fair play, that like, just ain't you. You got, and yeah, it's, got, it's, it's probably going to be hard to pursue a career in singing, but I believe in you because you're, you're, you've got an amazing potential and you can do anything you put your mind to. So yo, and Darren agrees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, honesty, bro, honesty. Yeah, I think truth is, being truthful to who you are is at the core of a fulfilling life. Everything's going to be out of whack if you're not being true to who you are. You're mm-hmm. going to be around people that you don't want to be around because yeah. you're not doing what you want to do. You're not showing up as your true self. Yeah. And so the external world around you cannot be in alignment with your true self. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, bro. I remember when I was in, when I was in college, I went to, for a start, I got pressured into doing this thick, weird thing called an EBAC, E-Baccalaureate in GCSEs, yeah, yeah. which all the teachers telling me, yo, you got to choose a language. You got to choose a humanity. I wanted to do food tech, death tech, and like art, bro. <laughs> do you want something fun? What? Well, fun to me. Yeah. And, and I ended up doing French, which I did not want to do, even though it's a wonderful language. Um, I definitely want to learn French now, but at the time I did not want to do French. 
I did not want to do history, which I did. And I did not want to do geography, which I did. All amazing subjects, obviously, but I did not want to do any of them. It was not in true alignment with who I am, who I was at that time. Yeah, I ended up doing MGCSE. And after that, what did that do? That led me into doing AS levels in college, which I didn't want to do. Bro, I ended up doing fair play media. I did media and I liked that. Over three AS levels, doing psychology, which I did not want to do. Economics, oh my gosh, I did not want to do economics, but I did it. And business studies, I did not want to do it. And I'm doing these three out of these four classes I just did not want to do. And I'm verbal thinking, what am I doing? This is grim. And like, oh, economics, bro, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> so good, bro. You don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's, do you know what I mean? Like, it is, oh, my days. It's just so boring. It's just not me. But there's people in my class who just loved it. They love the economics, bro. Oh, the economy. Oh, I love that. And that's amazing, bro. I'm so glad for them because they're doing it. When I look, I got a, a guy called, is it Owen? Look to my left, bro. I've got Owen. And um, he's smashing it, bro. He's a clever boy. <laughs> and he's smashing it, yeah. And I'm looking, I look to my right, there's a guy called Brandon. And he's like, he, he left like a few months after because he, you could tell. He did just not want to do it at all. More than I didn't want to do it. But fair player to Brandon, he just got off, bro. I just powered yeah. through doing his thing I didn't want to do. Anyway, so yeah, I, I bit pressured into, pressured into by school to do this thing, which led me on to do AS levels, which what's education system, bro, pushes you into getting a nine to five. Uh, whether that's good or bad, you decide, you know what I mean? It's, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, and then... And then I realized when I was in college, well, my first year of college, I did AS levels, like I said, and I was just not me. I couldn't actually express who I was, partly because, partly because I was just, I went to a massive college and I was so like, there was brand new people. I was so shy. I was like, I was so confident in school. I, went, I, did, I did not realize I was not as confident as I thought back then, yeah. 2013. But the other reason was I just felt, because I was not in alignment with what I was, with what, who I was, as in like, what my classes like were like I, I was not doing the classes I should have been doing I just felt like yo I don't know what I want to do but I know I don't want to do this basically I didn't know what occupation I wanted but I knew I did not want to to do anything with what I was doing doing in class and that's really restricted me from actually from actually being who I was do you know what I mean being yeah. Raf, being me I was a one, I was a small part of Raf. I was a 1% of Raf. do you know what I mean I felt like so restricted and I felt like I couldn't I couldn't explore my true potential in class. In school, I'm shouting out left, right, and center, John, doing all this stuff. Like, if it's like, who you are. Yeah, I'm being rough. Like, you're actually used to, I, I actually love maths. I wasn't amazing at it. I only got a B at GCSE, but I loved it. It was fun, do you know what I mean? But I'm going to economics on in, 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 in Monday morning and, and a Thursday morning, I'm thinking, wow, no, thank you. <laughs> but um, it actually stopped me from being who I, who I actually wanted to be. Yeah. And I feel like it's so important, like I said, to, to, to just do what you want to do. That's right. a good goal. Yeah, and I'm liking where this is going. So you just said there that it's obviously, I know you and I know where you come from, but what do you think was needed for you to become who you are now? Because you're living your life the way you want now. Yeah. And what you love and yeah. what you want to do. Exactly. So, well, first of all, let's establish that. Who, let me just ask you the question, who are you? Who is Raphael Warden? I'm a sick guy, bro. Uh, I'm, and nah, I'm not sick. I'm very healthy. But um, 
Well, like I said before, a big part of my life is veganism. Um, and so, yeah, my morals, bro, are just... Um, even, even like, a big part of me is, like, again, side of the episode, religion. Like, I'm a, I choose part of Christianity, what I vibe with, and that's what I vibe with. Uh, like I say, I pray every single day, bro. I pray to God, I pray to the universe. That is a big part of who I am. We are talking about it before, innit? How, like, literally just before we um, recording this, saying how I was at that event a few months, a few weekends ago, uh, this um, this uh, this night in Manchester, and I had no energy, but like half in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, I was just peppered. And I just prayed rapid to God. I just prayed. I had my eyes open. I was still dancing or attempting to dance. I was so knackered. Uh, just prayed to God for energy, bro. Boom, I got energy. Just like that. And so, yeah, that's a big part of who I am. Um, my personality is a big part of who I am. Does that, like, all these things are part of who I am. Like, my personality, the way I talk, bro. I was born in, I wasn't even born in Bolton, but I was born in Hounslow and I was raised in Bolton. Born in the South and I was raised up North. Being a Northerner in England is a massive part of who I am. Right. Mass- Listen to how I talk. Listen to this awful accent I've got. Do you know what I mean? It's part of who I am and I love it so much. If I was spoke with a different accent, that would be like part of who I am. Um, my appearance, bro, like mixed. Sorry. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Go for it, bro. I can see you dying to say something. <laughs> I was just going to say, to try and keep it super concise, yeah. because obviously, so many things you are is like massive. an infinite amount of labels. Of, of course. In Different two labels. or three sentences, if you had to, let's just say, <laughs> let's just give this scenario that you have to be on stage in front of an audience of 500 people and they vote whether your life continues or not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that's actually what like happens. In response to yeah. the two to three sentences that you give about who you are and what you're here on this earth doing, what sentences would you use to describe who you are? I'd say, <laughs> I'd say I'm a little bit of God and... Wow, man, that's a good question. I'd say... As I'd literally just say that, I'd just say I'm a little bit of God. As all, <laughs> honestly, bro, I'm a little bit of God and I have all these different labels, like my like my gender, my skin tone, my age, which is always changing, and where I'm from. But all these different labels don't actually, don't define me. Just, uh, just roles I play. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that would be a man to be a little bit of God. That's what I believe we all are. Who are we, bro? I believe we're all a little bit of God. And what could, ugh, like, yeah. what is that? What is God? But I'm not going to get into what is God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Conversation for a different day. Exactly. Okay, so the information I'm trying to extract out of you is what impact do you want to make on the surf? Why would people want you to stay alive on the surf? That's, yeah, good point. Purely positive, bro. Like, like, as, like I said to you before in the past, Massive reason why I'm even part of the Nurture Day podcast is because the one, like, like you say, like 
one of your biggest passions, if not the biggest passion, is to optimize a human experience. Right. Mine is, I just want to reduce suffering. Yeah. That's the only thing I want to do. I want to do other things. I want to play football. <laughs> but I mean, the main thing I want to do is I want to reduce suffering in this world, so that's right? your mission. That is my mission. And my, that is at the core. That is at the core of who I am. That one mission. Do you know what? Who am I? Yeah, I'm all these labels and stuff. And yeah, but I am a little bit of God. But for me, more specifically to Raphael, the, the core of who I am is my mission. Brother, I think that's... what My life purpose, bro. I guess that's what it is, my life purpose. And that's what I believe my life purpose is, to reduce suffering. Yeah. And that, whether it's a world or people or animals or... That's everything I do, bro, I just... I do it because I want to reduce suffering. And even if it's at a small scale, like just making somebody laugh. Right. Because yeah. if, you ha- if you laugh, even for a split second, it reduces suffering. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bro, I'll, that's a very good question. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, for me, the biggest part of who I am is individually, individually is my life purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think that's, I think it's a very important point to make. Do you think that's the same across the board? Do you think that's why some people struggle to live a fulfilled life because they don't know why they're here. They don't have a mission or a goal or a purpose that they're working towards. Do you think that our mission, our purpose is who we are? Um, I think so. Well, I definitely agree with you if, if you're in, you're going to feel unfulfilled if you're doing something which is just not your life purpose or like, or one of your life purposes, if, if, do you know what I mean? Um, if you're doing something which is not in aligned with yourself, yeah, it's definitely going to lead to unfulfillment, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel a, a yeah, I feel a big part of it is is our life purpose. But like, I wonder like where our, our life purpose comes because I like, I assume it's given to us, but maybe we're here at birth, job it, but maybe we um we learn like when did like for example you Mark is like when did you realize you wanted to like you was like fixated on optimizing the human experience and exploring human potential. Like when, when did you like figure that out? I've crystallized it. I've crystallized it in those words probably over the past 12 months. Yeah. But when I look back, I've always, I've always known, but my self-awareness wasn't at a level where I was able to recognize it. Yeah. It was there. Yeah. But I, I couldn't conceptualize it. Yeah. And see it unfolding in my life. So, in terms of question, it's always been there. I've just really crystallised that and realised that is what I want to do over the past 12 months. So, just going back to what other, because we've talked about religion and self-identity now, is there anything else that you think is important for people to understand who, you know, if you were to ask someone, who are we? What do you think is important for that person to understand? Um, well, this is something I want to talk about, but I don't have the answer to. Maybe can we come up with an answer? Maybe you know the answer. But it's just, you know, we, we're made up of, in my belief, we're made up of three things, mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I don't think her body defines us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Th- I don't ever think our mind defines us. I mean, what's our mind? Our beliefs, our uh, personality, our memories. Um, I don't even think that actually defines us. And then, so it comes to me, the soul, mm. and. I think that goes back to what you were saying before when in front of the audience what would you say a bit of God yeah so an extension of God yeah I, I, I to- yeah totally agree but then again I don't like what if if in our mind if in our body it must be our soul but this is what something which you wanted to bring up which is what happened in my life you, you're familiar you're familiar with a walking yeah I am and that's interesting to bring it up. I feel like you just picked up that thought from my head. I was going to ask you that <laughs> very soon. Nah. <laughs> Same so level, yeah, bro. You know what it is. Ask, so, free, so obviously you know what a walking is. And whether people want to believe it or not, I don't really mind. Um, but it's the um, it's a theory where partway into your life, your soul leaves... And it's replaced with a new soul. Sounds pretty mad. So one sec, let me just dissect that question because you just said then that your soul, as in that it's you possess it, that it's not you. Yeah. So do you? Because like a minute ago you said that, well, you kind of come to the conclusion that we are soul, we are spirit, we yeah. are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree with that. But then you said your soul leaves yeah if your soul leaves then that's, that's not you anymore that you gone <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that's not yeah that's, <laughs> that's what I mean that's how I'm trying to figure out because I do believe that like um, well I believe for a start I believe well first of all let's just just explain to the audience what happened to you yeah good what point. you believe happened to you so January 2014 it was a cold winter's morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, I went, I went to bed. I went, I went, I went to bed. Literally, me, the way I've always been, primary school, secondary school, touching into college, uh, and then I woke up, a new person, taught stiff, taught stiff, and, and I was seventeen years old. And, for example, like it just didn't make any sense. Like, I woke up and I had, I wanted to be. I wanted to be um, an actor, for example. I had no interest in acting before that at all. We had drama once it, once a week up until year nine. All we did was mess about. I loved that class just because I messed about. I had no interest in it at all. Um, that's one of the things that happened to me. Um, another thing that happened to me was a whole outlook on the world changed. I went from, in fact, I was such a negative thinker, developed this bad habit of thinking very, very negatively, and it got worse and worse. Um, and it was just so, I mean, it started like a little bit before that, like uh, this girl I was seeing back at it, back at the time, she told me like a little story where like, I used to think, I used to like basically think really, really neg- neg- negatively. And I said some story where like, she asked me, like, I'm trying to get an interview, trying to get a job. And I said, oh, I reckon I've not got it. She told me, she told me this awesome story. She said, uh, like, she knows this couple who like, 
wrote a check for a million pounds and then put it under the pillow or something and then eventually we got it. Also, I put it on a wall, we looked at it every day, eventually we got it. But that's when I started thinking, yo, I should start thinking positively. But I still, I only started beginning to start thinking, trying to think positively. And then, but this, it was so easy for me to think positively after this, after this experience because part of that massive change was I just was just so optimistic and I felt I could do anything and I still do. And I just, I just felt like I was filled with love and light. Do you know what I mean? I just felt liberated. I just felt meant, bro. I was just buzzing my back off. That's another thing. I was tripping my tits off every day. <laughs> Literally, bro. Like, that's when I started. That's when I started like, really appreciating nature. And I just love being outside, whip my top off, uh, whip my shoes off, whip my socks off, and just, like, just be one with the earth and just really... And I, I all of that, bro, I didn't, I didn't get involved. I just... Bro, do you know what I mean? I'd never do that. Yeah, it's really interesting actually as well because, you know, we went, we first was introduced to each other when we were like 11 years old. 11 year old, bro. Too bad than eight. Year seven. Year seven. Secondary school. And throughout the whole of school, we never gelled very much. I mean, we were like... We were mates, but we didn't really chat with each other, whatever. Yeah, we we didn't really gel in terms of like, you know... We didn't vibe with each other. Yeah. We, we liked each other. Yeah, obviously. Like, like enemies or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's around that time as well, Yeah. when we were around 17 years old, that our relationship started to grow. Yeah. So that's that's when we started chilling more. Chilling, and, going and on walks in nature. Yeah, traveling, bro. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if that's a... Um, I believe it is. I believe it is. of that, you know? I definitely my kind of energy wasn't in alignment with you before but now when this event happened exactly we became in alignment because of your changing frequency I totally agree I feel like I went from low to high real quick do you know what I mean <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> legit bro and look at us now doing podcasts together mad but uh, I fully I fully I fully do agree with that and it was really mad because like my mate said yo what has happened to you you're a weirdo bro bro you're a freak they didn't call me a freak, but I just like saying that word, freak. People know it's a change in you. Yeah, my mate, my, my bros, my close mates are like, why are you so weird and different? Like, like I literally, like, it's it's mad. Like, it must be mad for them because I went from being a proper, I don't want to say a bad word, but a proper, like, idiot. Like, in school, like, yo, the stuff I used to, I was actually, I was actually horrible. Like, people didn't even realise like somehow I still had friends and people still liked me, but I was horrible, bro. I was just an awful person, bro. One of my closest friends that used to just like proper like try and like just like embarrass him and stuff in front of girls and stuff. Like not to that normally it's funny, it's a mate, but like to like an a degree which is like yeah, just that part like cross the line. I was just a I'm not gonna say a horrible person, but I was just not not nice. <laughs> not nice, bro. How I had friends, I'll never know. And then after this, all of that gone, bro. I was like, I was a nice person, nice person, whatever. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I wasn't, I wasn't horrible like that. And I was just, um, I had all these. Uh, I wanted to be an actor for some reason. I was tripping. I just felt high on life. Is what I used to say all the time. Uh, so I just felt every single day. I felt mad. And so I didn't, I didn't understand it. All I knew is that I felt like I was a, I felt like I was a baby. I said that to myself. I said, wow, I feel like I'm a baby starting a new life. And I feel like in a few years, I'll be a toddler. And that's what I said to myself. It's been a few years, but it's been five years. And I feel like a toddler. Um, I've gone a lot, but I felt like a new beginning had begun. Anyway, so yeah, last year I went traveling and I went, um, uh, set this uh, woman's 
beautiful gaff in Spain called uh, she's called Liz, and she's a proper cool person, just Reiki, Reiki master, um, homeopath, amazing stuff, yeah. And I, I, I explained to her my experience, and um, she said, yo, that sounds like it could be this, this thing called a walking. I'm like, yo, what's a walking? She explained to me what I said before. It's where, like, it's where you're, um, it can happen in different circumstances, for example, like a traumatic experience, but it might, my experience is what she said was, it, it could be where your soul, your current soul just wasn't doing the job it should have been doing. So it, it was, it created a mutual agreement with a totally different soul and said, yo, like, will you come and like replace it, replace me basically. Yeah. So a new soul coming, basically a new soul like just became like part of me. So if I, if I am my soul, surely I've had to, I've had to, I'm two people in my life so far. <laughs> Cause I, I had all these different, like, so many things happened after that, which like crazy life changes after this day. But um, I was this this person, you know, this like horrible stuff, super negative thinking. Um, and now after that day, I was like a totally different person. So surely like I said, I'm my soul, but if I am my soul, then I'm not me anymore. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not who you were before. I'm not who, so yeah, I'm not who I was. So I, I have been two people in my life so far. I'm so, but, but really you haven't. <laughs> but really. It's I'm, just the two souls have played out as character. Yeah, exactly. But I've had the same body and I have the yeah. same memory. So that's your, they are your kind of possessives. These are things that you use, or these are things that the souls use to play out your existence. But so now do you believe that this other soul is somewhere else? Because if you're, do you know what I mean? If you're identifying that I was two people. Yeah. <laughs> Same <laughs> <the> worst, though. <laughs> but yeah then that means that you're I, you're identifying more with this character than your soul because do you, do you know what I mean not really no <laughs> so like if you're if you believe that a person's core is their soul that is the truth yeah who they are yeah yeah before you know let's say step up was you know return to source mm-hmm. that's the, the truth we are expressions of source yeah then who whoever was playing out Raphael before is somewhere else now and that was never who you are now definitely do you know what I mean well yeah def- you've still got the same identity yeah I mean I, yeah I, I definitely did well, I, yeah, sorry. yeah, I agree. Definitely. I, feel, I believe that person was somebody else. My, my friends joke about it because I have, I, I kind of have two names, but I don't. My legal name is Raphael, but um, I was called my middle name. My middle name is Danny. I was being brought up as being called my middle name. Uh, and all through, up until this, like, if this part I was went by Danny, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And my friends joke, I say, oh, like Danny's gone now and this is Raphael. And that's what it feels like. It feels like, Danny has gone off somewhere. Yeah. Definitely out of me. Definitely out of my body, out of my being. And it's been replaced by the true, by the name I was given at birth, by my legal name, Raphael. Like, and now, and I feel, I, didn't, I don't vibe with that name anymore. That's a thing as well. I don't vibe with the name Danny anymore. I vibe with Raphael. Like, that is me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it is, I do, it, it feels like Danny has gone somewhere yeah. and Raphael is, is here to play, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the obviously 
the question we're asking this episode is who are we yeah i've been chatting a lot to be fair (laughs) (laughs) no it's cool man just let it flow do you because obviously we've gone off on kind of some tangents which is good because it's all related to who we are and who you are exactly are there any other key components that you want to express your kind of perspectives to what comprise who we are um i'm good no i'm joking uh no seriously uh nah from what to the top of my head right now like labels the roles i play and have played like part of my part of me has changed like part of me is gone like i was i used to play the role of a student in terms of like school university but i don't anymore um my, my mind, my body, my soul, which has all changed. My mind's gradually changed. My soul, my body gradually changed. My soul is completely changed. Um, nah, I feel well. What I've I feel like I've said everything which is at the top of my head. But what I get from this episode is that yes, I believe who are we? I believe we are. To answer the question, I believe we are a little bit of God. And individually, I believe we are our mission, our individual life purpose. And that one thing, which is different to every single person to ever live, is individual and unique to that person. And that is at the core of of that person. And that defines for me past all the labels and everything which can change for me the one thing which remains the same your soul can change do you know what I mean for me like the one thing which remains the same is your life purpose so for me that is what we are we are a little bit of God and we are our life purpose perfect and just to wrap up what is one lesson related to this question you think is important to not ignore your life purpose and now if you don't know what that is um, if you do not know what your life purpose is, which ugh, so many people don't, obviously, um, I didn't. You didn't until twelve months ago. Well, you did, but you put it into words. Do you know what I mean? Just think. I guess try and just grow as much as you can. Like you have, Marcus. Were like you always knew what your life purpose was, but you just didn't know how to kind of like comprehend it and put it into words until twelve months ago. And if and if you don't know what, um, and if you don't know what your life purpose is, then <laughs> Like I said to you a few months ago, um, a couple, a few years ago, so one of our walks, um, was, it's, I feel like this might lead you to your sole purpose, or it might lead to your mission, or it might be a stepping, a stepping stone towards that. But just think of the things which you actually enjoy doing. Uh, think of the activities. It could, bro, it could be talking, it could be playing football. It could be drawing, it could be absolutely anything. Think of the things you enjoy doing, write them all down, and then once you've got those things you enjoy doing, think of ways you can monetize it. Because in in this reality we're living in right now, it's pretty much essential for for, for most people, 99.9% of people to have money. Um, Because that's just the reality we live in, it's the system we live in in this world right now so think of what, what you enjoy doing and think of ways you can make money doing that thing like 
how you can how can you monetize doing that um so yeah that's my little that's my little bit there i'm done <laughs> perfect well it's been a blast is that everything you finished for me that's everything and next week it's going to be really sweet it's going to be really sweet to see how you answer this the same question i've attempted to answer and to see what conclusion you you get from, from that um I'm sure your perspective on the question, how are we? And your answer is going to be so different from mine, especially like coming from just the way you are, and especially coming from um, a scientific background. Um, I've never seen a science in my life, bro. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, next week, next Sunday, we will be uh, bringing to you, your Marcus, your um, answer to who are we? Um, but yeah I don't know what else to say to be honest <laughs> yeah if you enjoyed it check us out on all our channels platforms Instagram, Instagram YouTube Instagram. Apple Podcasts Spotify leave us a rating and review if you like it rate it good if you don't then rate it bad yeah do what <laughs> you do honesty. yeah um, do what you do and yeah look forward to next week and if there is a like I said uh, in the intro Marcus like if there's any questions or anything you want us to any topics you want us to to cover or talk about or anything, just mm. slide into our DMs or emails. Yeah, or anything that you want us to expand on. If we talk about something and you don't understand it, or you think we've not explained it well, because you know we're just kind of flowing here. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of like <laughs> Yeah, I ain't no expert. So if it's not clear, please do let us know because we want to want to supply the goods. Yeah, feedback. All crit- uh, What's it called? Constructive criticism is a. Uh, very very advised very appreciated sorry um so yeah amazing i'm buzzing me bro sweet let's wrap it up because we like <laughs> just stood it sat here looking at each other uh sweet bro um thank you so much everybody for listening to episode one of induction day it's just the beginning and i'm so excited to um to ask marcus next week who are we yeah join us we go <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Brilliant. Wear a seatbelt as well. Anyway, (laughs) see you later.